Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth. And today I'm going to be diving into how I'm shifting my mindset. I've been going through a lot of just like interesting changes and growth. And I've come to this point where I'm shifting my mindset. I find it very interesting and I'd love to share it with you guys. So I'm going to dive into that on today's current mood. So before we jump into current mood, let's talk about my best mood and worst mood of the week. My best mood this week, what I wrote down is girly gal. I just decided to start spending time with my girlfriends. And I know this sounds crazy. So let me back up. <laughs> I feel like we talk about this sometimes when we talk about like shooting yourself or whatever. And I had two different times where two different people that happened to be the men in my life told me I should be doing something. The one was I should be hanging out with my girlfriends more. And the other was I should be focusing on, on being physically active. Both times I had to address like, okay, that's not how you talk to a female if you want to get a positive reaction. We had some cool, calm and collected conversations, but I do sometimes think that when someone tells you what to do and they're shooting you, it's like you can't even get the message because of the delivery, right? And so I'm good at recognizing like, okay, let me think if they are trying to like say something positive, but like they just don't know how to say it that way. And so I did after, you know, obviously teaching men how to speak to women. If you need tips, let me know. But I did think, okay, you know what? Like they have a point. I should be spending more time with my girlfriends. And so I hung out with my girlfriends. Obviously, COVID safety approved everything, you know, my little quarantine pod. But I really just kind of like got myself out of my hermit state and decided to do the next right thing. Even if maybe my mood was a little scarce or fearful or social anxiety or like not knowing what to do, I was like, I am just going to do it because it will probably be good for me and I'll be happy afterwards. I'm just going to bite the bullet and have some girl time. I had my girlfriend over and if you don't have like social anxiety or basically just any issue with being a hermit, this probably all sounds really silly to you. But long story short, I had an awesome week because I was able to take that advice and I was able to push my boundaries. And it's always something I've kind of wanted to talk about with you guys. I feel like I sometimes have a hard time saying yes to things or pushing myself outside of my comfort zone when I get used to something. And so I like to think about it as always doing the next right thing. And that kind of just means like even when you don't know what to do and you're kind of like overanalyzing and being indecisive and you don't know like what to physically do. Like, should I go do this or this? I just always do the next right thing. So even if I'm not totally feeling it, maybe I'm not in the mood for it, but I know it's the right thing to do. I will just take that action and do it. And 
honestly, usually always, it is rewarding. So I had three different days this week of hanging out with my girlfriends. I had absolutely so much fun. It was totally a best mood, just getting together, chatting, 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 gossiping, 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 just being girly gals. Female friendship is so, so, so important. So if you're someone who doesn't prioritize it, I highly recommend using this as a little inspo to text someone and get together with someone safely this week. My worst mood of the week, I think, was the breakthrough of all of this. It was just kind of like being in that rut for so long and being so indecisive and so confused about what I want in life, how I feel, what makes me happy, what brings me joy, just like... Like you guys hear me talk every single week about my best mood and my worst moods and obviously it's always up and down and it's not to say that I'm trying to get rid of my worst mood altogether but I think when you're just kind of in this state of like a little bit more always anxious and always depressed like you need that breakthrough to really want to start doing things to better yourself and it can start little by little it always has like you guys hear me every week giving you mood boosters giving you best moods so it's not like I'm you know severely depressed 24 7 but my mood has definitely overall been down for a while now and kind of having that breakthrough and hopefully you know I keep doing the next right thing shifting my mindset but that breakthrough was just kind of like leaning on the people around me accepting where I'm at and wanting to move forward in a positive direction and do those next right actions but obviously the breakthrough in that kind of boiling point is a little bit of a worse mood because it's emotional it's exhausting and you just have to kind of face your fears and your worries and your negative thoughts head on and I've talked to you guys a lot about having a lot of thoughts and negative thoughts and just loud thoughts and it's kind of like facing those instead of pushing them to the side and getting through them in the moment it's kind of more so facing them for the bigger picture improve your life overall so it's only a worse mood just because it's a little bit tough and you have to look at yourself in the mirror really hard But obviously, the reward is way higher than the risk. The reason it's called breakthrough is because you do get through it. Today's program is brought to you by Athletic Greens, the all-in-one daily drink to support better health and peak performance. Even with a balanced diet, it's really difficult to cover all your nutritional basis. I mean, that's where Athletic Greens is here to help. Their daily drink is like nutritional insurance for your body that's delivered straight to your door. You guys know I love anything that shows up at my door like I said I don't like leaving the house it's packed with adaptogens for recovery probiotics and digestive enzymes for gut health and vitamin c and zinc citrate for immune support athletic greens is an easy all-in-one solution to help your body meet its nutritional needs their highly absorbable powder is diet friendly whether you eat keto paleo vegan dairy-free or gluten-free it's an all-in-one drink with less than one gram of sugar that tastes great I love the product because I lose track of time like I said the week's are going by so fast and it's stuff like when I leave the house like the last thing I want to do is have to go to the grocery store and do all that stuff and I like having everything in my home and being able to turn to these things and it tastes great and it really like fills me up with all the things that I think are important to me and just helps me focus and have a clearer mindset it's just so easy and I don't take a multivitamin right now so it's honestly an upgrade for my overall daily multivitamin in general it's seriously such an easy thing to incorporate into your diet and I have a special offer for you guys which 
which is really exciting because when you try Athletic Greens through my podcast, they're also going to give you up to a year supply of vitamin D3 slash K2 for free. And as we know, we get vitamin D from the sun and it is often recommended as an important supplement by health experts, particularly in the winter months. Athletic Greens D3 K2 combines these essential nutrients to help the support of the heart, immune system, and respiratory system, which we need right now. So whether you're looking to boost your energy levels, support your immune system, or address gut health, now is the perfect time to try Athletic Greens for yourself. Simply visit athleticgreens.com slash mood to claim my special offer today and receive the free D3 slash K2 wellness bundle with your first purchase. That's up to one year supply of vitamin D as an added value when you try their delicious and comprehensive daily all-in-one drink. You'd be hard-pressed to find a more comprehensive nutritional bundle anywhere else. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash mood. Speaking of health and wellness, let's jump into this week's mood boosters. I couldn't think of too many this week, I think because maybe I've been focusing on so much of like that mindset work, which we'll get into in a second. But what I could come up with, which totally boosted my mood, I was obsessed when I made this mocktail yesterday. It is so freaking good. If you watched my last YouTube video, you know that I made a mocktail with the Kin Euphorics. If you don't know what Kin is, I've talked about it a few times. I really, really like their stuff. It really gives you like this blissful state of mind. It's like a blissful buzz, but not an alcoholic buzz. And it's just like so fun. I was thinking this morning, like, why am I so obsessed with drinking mocktails or making mocktails? And I just think it's like such a fun experiment. It's such like a fun thing to do. And it's way easier than cooking. It's such a little treat. And there's such a way to make them so healthy. I have so many ideas, you guys. But the one I made last night was the Kin Euphorics Nightcap. So it's their dream one. And it has all these amazing ingredients like L-theanine and a little, little, little bit of melatonin. Like it literally, I put like maybe what's equivalent of like a shot and a half, two shot over ice. And then I did my Better Boots ginger flavor and I poured it in the rest of the glass. And then I put fresh mint in it. And I was like shocked at how good it tasted. The Nightcap Kin Euphorics versus the um, other one. I can't remember what it's called. It's like the daytime one, like the social hour one. Cause that one has caffeine in it. This one has a little bit of melatonin in it. And it tasted so good. I think I actually like this flavor better. Although I can't like drink it any other time besides the Nightcap cause of the melatonin in it but it is super super small like it it kind of hit me right away and I was like whoa like I'm feeling it like this feels great this tastes great but then it obviously wore off it wasn't like it put me to sleep or something like that so I kept it in my sober highlight on my Instagram if you guys want the details because it was so freaking yummy obviously thanks to my best mood a huge mood booster was like getting outside of the house so not only like getting out seeing friends I did go to a friend's house I had two girlfriends over so that was still kind of in the house but I also literally went on a walk every single day every single day and there's a heat wave you guys which literally I hate it so much but I have wait till the sun starts going down and I will get outside I will take the dogs and we just get some fresh air and it's such a great great moment of just not having my phone I mean I can't have my phone my dogs are absolutely insane which by the way sorry this podcast is a little bit late my dogs decided to trash the house and themselves I won't get into it because it's disgusting but yeah just getting outside getting fresh air seeing friends just like having that little bit of normalcy back but also just kind of like pushing myself to do things that are good for me absolute fabulosity another mood booster for me has been a really simple act of just breath and I'm not huge into breath work but I have really been able to pause 
take a breath and tell myself I'm okay. It's something that I've been practicing for weeks now. I just constantly take an inhale, take an exhale, center myself really quick, say I'm okay, and then I keep moving on throughout the day. It's something that I've realized has become really, really habitual for me. I think I catastrophize a lot. I have a lot of fears in my life. That's just the way I've kind of wired myself as an adult. And just simply when I realize my thoughts are starting to get heavy or racing or going a certain way, I just take a deep breath. I say I'm okay. If I need another breath, then I take it. But usually it's just kind of that one centering, grounding breath that really just brings me back, brings me back to where I am. And I tell myself that I'm okay. And I find that it really, really boosts my mood. And it just kind of reframes where I'm at in the present. It's simple. It's not meditation. It's not like something you have to learn. It's just what I found works for me. And it's just one little phrase, one little breath, and it totally is a mood booster. And then my last mood booster, which I'll get more into in the current mood because it really came at the exact right time, like in a crazy way. My sponsor recommended me to this book and it's called The Magic. You've probably heard about it because it has to do with kind of like the secret, kind of like the law of attraction, kind of that woo-woo stuff. And the reason why I was so shocked is because my sponsor is not like that at all. She's very analytical. She's very logical. She's a psychologist. Um, I mean, of course, me of all people get set up with a sponsor that happens to be a psychologist. I sometimes refer to her as a friend on the podcast and the videos just because I don't want to always use that rhetoric when talking to you guys about certain things that I'm doing because I don't want it to feel like it's just sober things AA things I don't want to alienate anyone and make it seem like that's all I do or talk about or want to push on to you guys because it's not at all it just really is life things that happen to be coming to me through my recovery but she recommended this book to me called The Magic by Rhonda burn and like I said I was just like oh I didn't realize she was gonna say like oh it's like the secret she she said when I'm feeling like this I just kind of do it for like 10 days and like refocus my mindset and we were already kind of talking about what I wanted to do what I needed to do to feel better I was already kind of thinking this in general like it was all kind of just coming together the pieces were coming together so the fact that she recommended this book to me I was just like this is really kind of odd out of left field but like interesting and I'm gonna do it just because she recommended it kind of thing like if anyone else recommended me this book I'd kind of be like haha yeah like the secret like woo yay but came in my lap this way and here I am so we'll talk more about it but I highly recommend at least just looking into it and you guys know me I feel like you can take my advice you guys know I'm not like a total lunatic that is like gonna recommend you put a crystal up your vagina because I mean I don't have time to put pretty much anything up my vagina so it's it's not like that okay like we're keeping it in the middle ground here but I highly recommend looking at the magic seeing if it just resonates with you and on any level seeing if like maybe you are in a negative headspace more than you think maybe if you just need some reminders maybe if you do want to do the challenge because it is kind of like a daily challenge so you do something every single day it's more of like a workshop it's not just a book which I really like because it's kind of going back to that right action doing the next right thing and so I think it'll be interesting for me to kind of like get myself out of this space where I'm feeling really lost and confused and want to change my mindset having this little daily guide okay so before we jump into the current mood obviously another mood booster was I didn't pick my skin since the last time I picked my skin which is actually a week so my skin was really purging and I didn't pick at it I think it really just made me realize how bad it looked if I picked like it was what just one of those like rock bottom points with my skin and so I love trying new things obviously not picking my skin allows me to let it heal and I'm so excited because I'm finally getting to try Curology I've 
heard so much incredible stuff about them and I used to think obviously like my skin goals were unattainable and even though acne isn't becoming my top skin concern anymore because it really is clearing up thank god Curology has helped my skin look and feel its best because I have those dark spots and those fine lines that I still want to take care of since the acne is clearing up after I'm not picking my skin anymore whether you're trying to take control of acne fine lines dark spots or clogged pores Curology will customize a prescription formula with three active ingredients picked for you to tackle your skin care needs you guys know I'm really really into this type of stuff I was sold at prescription formula with three active ingredients okay so to get your treatment plan start by answering questions online about your skin and sending in a couple selfies to Curology absolute perfection next Curology matches you with a licensed dermatology provider who gets to know your skin and if it's a good fit you'll get a customized prescription cream to address your unique skin concerns I absolutely love this it's something that's super easy it's super 2020 you get to get online chat with someone have that kind of just feel of ease that someone's taking care of it and telling you what to do you don't have to figure it out on your own you can trust them and I love uploading the pictures because I'm a visual learner so I'm like yes queen look at my visuals and I'm just kind of set up to just really heal my skin and can finally focus on anti-aging stuff as well Curology sets you up with a personal treatment plan and ships you your custom formula right to your door I'm focusing on texture complexion and clarity right now and yours is going to be totally specific to you you guys know I love this stuff so much so you can get a powerful skincare treatment made for you today go to curology.com slash mood for a 30-day free trial just pay for shipping and handling that's c-u-r-o-l-o-g-y.com slash mood to unlock your 30-day free trial see curology.com for all the details hold on to your seatbelts because we are going to talk about shifting our mindsets so like i've been saying I just feel like I've been really focused on all the negative things, all of the worries, all of the fears, all of the bad feelings, even sometimes just focusing on the bad moods, having to really find a best mood of the week. And I think, like I said, I hit my breaking point, hit a little bit of a breakthrough where I really feel like my life has purpose and meaning. And if I'm just focusing on the negative stuff, how am I ever going to figure out what the next chapter of my life holds? It's so weird to know that you're going through something while you're going through it. I always say it feels like usually when I grow a lot, I look back in hindsight and I go, wow. Or I just have this huge mental breakdown and it, ha- and it forces me to hit rock bottom and I have to figure out how to keep going. With a more stable kind of mindset in general, like obviously I'm not perfect, but I definitely have a lot of my mental health issues way more under control than I did when I was younger. It's like this weird thing of, just being so aware of my moods and being so aware of how I'm feeling that it's making me have to be so much more present and so much more thoughtful. It's not like this big thing that comes out of nowhere that I've bottled up for so long and I break down and I have to figure out where to go next. It's like I'm figuring out where to go next while going through it. So it's this like really weird present state of mind where I want to actually shift my mindset because I'm realizing that I am thinking a lot about those negative thoughts and I read these few lines today that I was just like oh my god this hit the nail on the head like I literally read this right before I started recording and it said stop living in the problem and start living in the answer I found that I've been focused so much on the problem I've been so aware that I'm going through it that that's all I can think about I can only focus on the negative feelings that I have, the fact that I'm going through it, the fact 
fact that I don't know where I'm going next. I just know that I'm going through it right now. Instead of living in the answer and actually taking baby steps and shifting my mindset to at least get me through it, I'm just solely focused on the fact that I'm going through it. I don't know anything. I'm fearful. Don't know what I want. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what the next five years look like. Just like going down all of those terrifying thoughts, which I feel like is you know, as I like to say, in these unprecedented times, it's totally normal. And it's not like you have to shame yourself or you have to be like, this is horrible. I'm horrible. I have to change my mindset. It's just being aware and being able to look at your thoughts from an outsider's perspective and be like, whoa, okay, I want to help. Like, I want to change that. Like, I don't want to live in the problem. I do want to start living in the answer. And when you can accept that and when you can accept that your problems and your life is on life's terms, then you can start living in the answer. And especially in these unprecedented times and especially when there's so much anxiety and stress in the world and life feels so weird, you have to focus on not changing the world but changing you because that's all you can control right now. And You can't focus on all the outside factors and want to just change everything. The only way you're going to even be able to come close to touching those things and be having a positive impact on other things and other people is if you change your mindset first and you change the way you treat yourself first. And I got to this place, like I said, because I've just been really aware of all of these negative thoughts. And so I started thinking, okay, I really clearly don't know what I want. That's all I'm focused on right now. I don't know what makes me happy. I don't know what brings me joy. Yeah, I know these little mood boosters, but I'm talking about like, what do I really want? Like, what do like on a deep level, what do I want to dive into more? What do I want my purpose to be? What do I want to feel when I put something out into the world? Like, what do I want to just feel on my own in my own time? What do I want to spend my time doing? What's important to me? Like, where do I want to go from here? And that's why getting that recommendation of the book, The Magic, was so, so crazy because I was having the thought of, okay, I think I really need to write down a list of what I want. Like, I just need to figure out and write down what I really want. Just take pen to paper. Just literally had this thought. Maybe it came from a little bit of therapy and maybe it just came from, you know, I told you guys last week about I got the new journals and it's just been inspiring to write stuff down and take notes. And I think I've just been diving more into my recovery work too, which requires a lot of note taking and a lot of reading. And it's kind of opened my eyes even more to, okay, what else can I do? Like I'm clearly able to put my phone down put my ego aside and do this work, what else am I capable of? And so that's why I just thought, okay, why don't I just write down a list? Why don't I just figure out what I want? And I usually always do something like this, you know, around the new year, you want to do a new year's resolution, you want to talk about goals, and you want to accomplish things. But this isn't like, what are my goals? What are my accomplishments? This is just like, what do I want to feel like I started being like, okay, why don't I just write down what I want to feel? And literally my sponsor was like I need you to write down how you want to feel like what type of people you want in your life how they make you feel like what situations activities events like why do you want them how are they going to make you feel and I literally said I was just thinking I need to write down like how I want to feel and so then she said okay also like read this book and so she left my house on Sunday night and I was like okay I need to write down like how I'm feeling right now and I need to write down what I want to feel. So I started making this list. I wrote down just 
you know, different bullet points, different words of like, I really want to feel moments of peace. I really want to feel genuine moments of joy. I want to feel deep connection. I want to feel growth. I want to feel like I have purpose. I want to feel like I'm, you know, having impact on other people, the world, my life, my immediate life, my expanded life. So I started writing all that stuff down. I started writing down things, you know, I want to learn more. I want to feel knowledgeable. I want to feel powerful. I just started writing all this down. Then I kind of, you know, made that list after like kind of like a brain dump kind of. I kind of then took that and thought, okay, what do all of these things have in common? What are the main things I clearly feel like I'm missing from my life that I'm searching for? These are the feelings that I'm searching for. And I kind of condensed them and put them into a mini list of like, okay, these are the top three things that I clearly am searching for and I want to feel. And it's not in a shameful way. It's not It's not saying that I never feel these things. I'm not saying that I'm at my lowest of low and I'm not feeling these things. But it's more so I'm on this like insane search for purpose and meaning and growth that I want to focus on these feelings to make sure I have them in my life. After that, I wrote a couple questions of like, okay, so what does this exactly mean? How do I get here? Just some thought starters in the moment of how do I dive deeper into these things, but I didn't dive into them yet. I'd already been writing for a while. I did a lot of self-work that day. I, I had had a long week. I was like, okay, I got all this down on paper. Perfect. I'll come back to it. The next day I texted her and I was like, what's that book you mentioned, by the way? Like, what's the book you want me to read? She texted me back, obviously the magic. And I look it up and I was like, okay, I'm going to download this on my iPad because I prefer highlighting stuff on my iPad. I can maybe go back and forth between notes. It just feels like a little more workbooky than on the Kindle, which feels a little bit more leisure. I download it and I immediately start reading it. And I was just like, oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> because I had already been thinking and I saw on Instagram and I talked to Chelsea about this a little bit. I'd already been thinking about like the mindset in general. I'd already been thinking about the abundance versus scarcity mindset. I'd already been thinking about how do I shift my mindset? It wasn't even like I was writing down what I want to feel because I wanted to shift my mindset. It was more like I was just really lost and wanted to clear my thoughts. And then I just, all of these things started connecting. It was crazy. If you're not familiar with the abundance versus scarcity mindset, it's basically like when you think abundantly, you're thinking there will always be more. You embrace the change. You collaborate to stay on top. You share your knowledge freely you generously give to others you believe the pie is getting bigger you think big and embrace risk like Chelsea was saying last week how the abundance mindset for her is not thinking oh my god I'm gonna lose all my money again there's never enough money and that's kind of goes back to a little bit of the breath work I was talking about of like breathing and being like I'm okay it's like a small step to the abundance mindset of just acceptance and just serenity and she was saying you know now I don't I don't think of money in a scarcity way I think of it kind of like it's okay there's always going to be more money out there I can always go get more money and it's not like you know an ego thing like it's genuinely just an abundance mindset so you're not living constantly in fear because when you have scarcity mindset you're constantly thinking there will never be enough you're competing to stay on top you fear change you don't want to share your knowledge you don't want to offer help you think the pie is shrinking think small and you avoid risk because you're scared right I didn't identify with one or the other specifically Specifically, I definitely found myself in both because I've kind of always prided myself on sharing knowledge freely and being generous with others, but pretty much anything else is scarcity for me. So it's like I'm able to be abundant for others, but I'm not able to be abundant for myself. And that's definitely a part of like my anagrams number my freaking astrology sign like I'm a cancer it's just crazy like it's just doing all this self-reflection and finding all these labels and these words and these tools and 
just different ways is really just opening my eyes to a lot, which brought me to finally the point of like, okay, you know what? I really am going to try to shift my mindset. So it's kind of getting really clear on looking at abundance for scarcity. Even if you want to write down how I was saying all the things you want to feel, the feelings you want in your life, the things you want in your life. My sponsor literally asked me, do you ever fantasize about your life? And I literally looked at her and I just said, no, like I don't like I just worry. I go to bed every night, not dreaming and fantasizing about what I want my life to look like. I literally go to bed every night worried or just trying to stay on top of it. Like that is such a scarcity mindset. I never realized that I identified with that in this labeled type of way so much. And it was just so crazy that like after seeing that, the next thing I do is I'm focusing on what I want. And the next thing I do is I'm reading this book. And the book is, you know, it's a little bit woo woo, but I started highlighting things that I just really resonated with, which for me personally was just how it kind of related to Christianity and other religions. And then also so Newton's law, which, you know, kind of helps with my analytical, logical side of my brain. I'm definitely on a personal journey of just like acceptance and serenity because it's part of my program. So it's not the hardest thing to wrap my head around. But it really is just like kind of that thing of why not when you think about it as abundance versus scarcity mindset, then you go to this book called the magic, you're thinking, why, why don't I just try? Why don't I just try to change my mindset? Like, Maybe if I do change my mindset, I will start attracting these things because whenever I hear stuff about the law of attraction and manifestation, I'm just, I'm not huge into manifestation and stuff like that. I think maybe it's because I've always identified more with like prayer and positive things thought but I think it's like just because there's all these different labels for these things that maybe give you a certain impression doesn't mean the moral of the story isn't the same however it makes sense to you however you want to explain it to yourself whatever feels good to you as long as there's that common goal of shifting your mindset into a more positive place and shifting and having more positivity come into your life because of that and just feeling better who cares what it's called right and it's so crazy like literally in the book it says like write down little things the big things or what you want in this moment this month this year as you think of the more things add them to the list and as you receive things cross them off the list an easy way to do a list of what you want is divided into categories of health and body career and work money relationships personal desires material things and then just add the things you want to each category when you get clear about the things you want you are giving the definite direction to the way you want gratitude's magical power to change your life and you are ready to begin the most exciting and thrilling adventure you've ever been on and so after this it starts on the days and it starts on the workshop I haven't started it yet but I'm looking at the page right now and it says day one count your blessings and that's something I'm literally always preaching and trying to practice as much as I can before I go to bed and I think the reason the mindset is shifting is because I would always express gratitude in about things but it was always like thank you for my family's health like thank you for the roof over my head it wasn't like thinking outside of the box more in a sense of like attracting even more things into my life attracting even more confidence and purpose and just peace into my life and helping me grow even more it was more so just like thank you thank you for the scarcity mindset in me that like not everything's gone yet thanks for the things that I have like I want to hold on to them and so it's really really interesting to me to kind of dive deeper into shifting my mindset really honing in on the things that I want and recognizing how important gratitude is on such a bigger level than I even realized because I've always known how important gratitude is 
if you're really, really new to gratitude, the five minute journal is absolutely amazing. It was something that really shifted my mindset when I was a little bit younger and in a definitely bigger anxiety mindset. It was really, really helpful for me. And something that I think if you're a little more like logical and analytical like me sometimes, like the scientific part of it is that like every action always has an opposite or equal reaction. And when you apply the idea of gratitude to Newton's law, it says every action of giving thanks always causes an opposite reaction of receiving. So whatever you receive will always be equal to the amount of gratitude that you've given so it's really interesting for me to think of that scarcity mindset of like oh okay the the amount of gratitude that I've been giving is kind of at that scarcity level if I kind of shift my mindset to a more abundance thinking and even abundance gratitude then maybe I'll start receiving even more even just a couple days of this I feel my mood shifting and I feel my my mindset shifting like I'm really just surrendering to life on life's terms and controlling the only things I can control which is myself my mindset and doing the next right thing and thinking in an abundance mindset and it's not simple it's not easy this is not something that happens overnight this is not something you can ever practice perfectly because those things just don't exist this is just what I'm learning right now what I'm feeling what I'm going through what I'm trying and I feel like especially since I just started this and feeling this burst of like just little dots connecting, getting this passage, reading it right before I started recording. I was smiling ear to ear. I felt giddy. Like what? Especially even though it's, you know, something I love doing, like this is work and I usually get stressed out and I put a lot of pressure on myself and I was just like, oh my God, this feels so right. This feels so good. Okay. Like I'm just going to do it. I'm going to da da da. It was just this crazy small shift in my mindset that was able to bring me such joy in a moment, which is kind of like what I'm searching for. And there's so much more I need to do. There's so much more I need to figure out. It's not all figured out by any means, not even freaking, freaking close. But I think it's so fun to be able to acknowledge where we're at when we're there so we can keep growing together and keep inspiring each other and keep sharing with each other and keep pushing each other to really just focus on the good stuff in life. Life is already so freaking scary and crazy and there's just like what is the point of all of this and what am I doing and what do I need to do and it's like taking it down a few notches together and just focusing on our mindset and just trying to at least enjoy the time we have and where we're at and just accept life on life's terms and stop living in the fear, living in the problem and start living actively in the solution. Quick break to talk to you guys about Thrive Market because I am going to be starving after this. A few weeks back, I became a Thrive Market member. They're delivering organic and sustainable groceries right to my door. I've gotten so many snacks, so many baking goods. I cannot wait to try and make even more mocktails and baking stuff, especially to share with you guys on the vlogs. Now I honestly only shop for snacks at Thrive Market. Once you try Thrive Market, you'll love it as much as I do. As a proud Thrive Market member, I get the products I love and my paid membership provides a free one for someone in need, like a low-income family, teacher, veteran, or first responder. Thrive Market tailors to over 70 different diets and values, like paleo, keto, or plant-based, delivering the highest quality organic and sustainable essentials from groceries, healthy snacks, meat and seafood, clean wines, non-toxic cleaning, and bath and body. I'm not going to lie, the first time that I tried Thrive Market, it was for the clean wines back when I was drinking, and I've been hooked 
booked ever since. Obviously, I don't order the wine anymore, but it's just like they have so many amazing things. As a member, I'm saving 25 to 50% off traditional retail prices, and their carbon neutral shipping is free on orders over $49. The savings I get on my favorite clean and organic products are amazing, but I also feel good about helping to support communities in need. In addition to membership matching, Thrive Market has raised over $750,000 to date through their COVID-19 relief fund. Go to thrivemarket.com slash mood, join today, and you'll get a free gift of your choosing up to $22 in value. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash mood to start your risk-free membership and get a free gift today. Thrivemarket.com slash mood. Everyone's on Thrive Market. Why haven't you done it yet? Hmm? I don't know. I just felt like I really wanted to share this. I know it always seems so lame or so silly, but it's like, I don't know, when time flies so fast and you realize that like maybe there's a lot of negativity in your life and you just like want to change it. I feel like I'm so self-aware that I want to make sure that you guys are aware of how I'm aware of how weird it sounds or how maybe difficult it sounds or how woo-woo it sounds or how it's not easy. And it's just crazy that like these small things just like are really making me feel better. And I feel like all we all want is to feel better. We're all looking for ways to feel better. And it's really cool that we're actually capable of so much more than we give ourselves credit for. We can actually just make ourselves feel better on our own if we really want to. And so I encourage you guys to try like writing down some things, maybe read some of the stuff that I've mentioned, the magic, read stuff about the abundance, for a scarcity mindset maybe go back and listen to my episode with Chelsea where we kind of talk about that kind of stuff look into her and her and JC's podcast more I know that they probably talk about it as well I really do hope that this helps you a little bit me sharing what I've been going through and what I've been discovering I hope that it helps you a little bit and helps maybe shift your mindset a little bit more to focus on some other things throughout your day I even have a scarcity mindset with time like it's crazy like I've had to shift my mindset to stop freaking out that there's not enough hours in the day like I'll I'll see the clock hit a certain time and I'll just rush to every conclusion about what that means for my day, what that means for my mindset, what that means for me, my work, my priorities. And just I, I feel like I never have enough time when in reality, when I stop and I slow down and I don't focus on that stuff, my days feel so long and I look back and I'm like, wow, I remember looking at the clock and being like, oh, it's 3.30. I have two and a half hours and 45 seconds till this. Like it's just my anxiety and my scarcity mindset and being so aware and being able to kind of have a way to shift these things now is I feel like really, really helping me. I'm going to be doing two send moods. This is the send mood section where you guys send me your moods, not your nudes you tell me what your mood is and what you need advice about I'm gonna answer two really quick because we don't have a guest today and so that makes you guys my guests for all my solo episodes so if you guys want advice just make sure to email mood with Lauren Elizabeth at gmail.com send me your mood let me know what you need advice on this one is good because my brother and I were just talking about this kind of last name hi Lauren first off I absolutely love you in the podcast thank you so I'm trying hard to be a better person and become the best version of myself but lately I find myself having a lot of anger anger at the world and its unfairness anger at my family a lot of times because I'm living at home because of COVID and it feels as if they don't fully support my growth. So by not helping me, they are hindering me sometimes and I don't even have a real reason and I just wake up so angry and resentful. It's a mood that makes me feel the most uncomfortable and I know that resisting it will only make it worse. So I accept it as it comes and let it pass and it always seems to return again. So I guess my question is how the heck do I work through an angry mood? Where do I channel this energy that's not taking it out on anything or anyone who is undeserving of it? Thanks so much. First of all, I have to say the way you spoke about this and wrote about this is actually really really insightful and you're really really on the right track like recognizing that it is a resentment and recognizing that you're holding on to it recognizing that you're trying to grow recognizing what you're angry at 
it's just like you you seem like you're obviously struggling with this situation but you do have a little bit better of a grip on it than I think you're giving yourself credit for I think you're trying your best to work through this anger but sometimes when we do that if it keeps coming back it's like pushing it down and getting through to the next moment clearly is not working because it keeps coming back right so when something keeps coming back you have to decide that like for instance when you're picking your battles right when you pick your battle it's something that you feel comfortable not diving deep into and you're able to just put it aside not deal with it pick the battle move on and it doesn't really come up again but when it requires actual thought and diving into that's when it keeps coming back so you're kind of at that point and I think the big thing about resentments that we don't realize is obviously clearly how they affect us and that's why I also think you're like really have a good grip on this because I feel like sometimes people hold resentments and grudges and stuff like that and they think that it's just because that the other person deserves to never be forgiven and I always try to remind even sometimes I'll remind Cameron of this if he's like holding a grudge against someone I always say this is taking up space in your life, your energy, your body, your heart. The only person this resentment is affecting is you. It's not affecting the other person. Maybe they have a, a resentment towards you or whatever, and it's th- that's their journey. That's their issue. The resentment is truly affecting you. And so I think what you need to do is if you really want to do the work – I'm going to I'm going to tell you exactly what to write down. Okay, whenever you're thinking of a resentment, you obviously want to think what exactly are you resentful for? What is the action? What is this person doing? What is the event that's taken place? What has made you resentful? Get it all out there. Then you have to think, okay, what is this like triggering in me? Right? Like, is it triggering my emotional stability, my pride, my ego, my financial stability? What is it affecting in my life? Like, what is it threatening in my life? Then once you figure out exactly what the resentment is and what's going on how it's affecting you you really have to look and think about what your part in it is and this has been something that's extremely important for me just in any confrontation any disagreement anything in my life I always take a step back and acknowledge my part always because it takes two to tango no matter what no matter how right you think you are no matter how wrong the other person you think is, you always play a part in it. So although this person is affecting you, your part could be that you're being dishonest on one side. You're being selfish. You're self-seeking. You're frightened. You're being inconsiderate. Like you always have a part. And it's not to completely take the blame off someone else. And it's not to disregard what they're doing. It's to understand the full scope of your resentment. Understand your part so you can kind of, so you can move forward and figure out how to get through that resentment. And it always just takes clear communication. But I always recommend and kind of really breaking it down first because then you're able to really go into the situation knowing what you want to resolve because if you're just like oh I'm angry and I have this resentment and I want to resolve it it's so different than breaking it down like this and really thinking okay what do I need from this situation what's my part in it like for me sometimes my part usually is making it something bigger than it is making it about me when it's really not about me And when I recognize my part in something, I'm able to figure out what's really being threatened and what really needs to be talked about. And it doesn't become this huge resentment that I bottle up and then take out on someone. It becomes this small, small problem that I decide if I need to address or not and how I decide to move forward. Another thing, too, when I figure out what that is, is, for instance, if I was starting to, let's say, resent Cameron for not spending enough time together. I do all the steps. I kind of like figure out, okay, what's my part in this? And then I figure out, okay. Instead of going to someone and saying, you're not spending enough time with me, what I do instead is 
hey, do you want to get together tonight? And moving forward, instead of just putting this resentment onto someone, it's kind of just moving forward in a more positive way. So if you're really angry with your family and you're feeling all these things, I recommend you doing work on yourself, on your resentments, really figuring out what you need, how you need to move forward and what you want from this. And then being able to have that clear communication and also being able to just walk away from things and have peace within yourself and not let other people steal that from you. Because when you're really aware of what's going on, how it's making you feel, others part, your part, you're really able to walk away from situations and feel pretty unaffected. I feel like that's like a whole current mood that we could dive into and it's like not the best to just answer it in that short of time. So apologies if that doesn't make sense. Feel free to email me. The next one says send moods. Hi Lauren. Hope you're having a fabulous day. I'm currently a senior in high school so that means it's time to start applying to colleges. I'm very excited for college but the application process has been so stressful. For the longest time I thought I wanted to major in broadcast journalism but I recently discovered a love for politics since being in high school now I'm thinking of studying international relations or global diplomacy right now I'm really leaning towards international relations but I wouldn't want to give up my broadcast journalism because it has been what I thought I wanted to do since middle school sorry if this seems trivial because I'm so young but this is the main focus in my life at the moment and it's been super hard to navigate if you have any advice for what I should do anything would help okay so first of all this isn't trivial and second of all the good thing is is that you are young, right? And things can change all the time. I feel like even just listening to this episode, hopefully you listen to the whole thing. That's probably why you're here. Really getting clear on what you want is going to be really helpful for you. Understanding that no matter what, you're going to figure it out either way. You're so young. And the great thing about college is you have to take a lot of classes and do a lot of things that don't even have to do with your major. Okay. So no matter what, you can switch majors. It might take you longer. It might be more work but you're always going to have an option. I think the biggest misconception that I realized in hindsight is when thinking about colleges and applying and doing, it seems like a final destination, the end of the world, and there's no like take backs. And what I really realized as growing up and having all my friends go to college and me go to college is I realized that like they presented it in this way of like, this is your decision and this is the rest of your life. I realized that like, it's just not the case. Like so many of my friends switched schools. So many of my friends switched majors. So many of my friends took different internships to figure out what they wanted. Some people added minors that they didn't think they, that they were going to take. Some people ended up going to grad school, even though they never expected they'd want to or plan to. Like, I think you should really go with what you're passionate right now because you're going to feel good about it. Don't just go with something just because you thought that was always the plan. I think you should navigate it and do what feels right to you in the moment. Get really clear about what you really want and see where life takes you and just focus on you. And no matter what, you're going to figure it out. I know this maybe sounds like not the best advice ever, but I think at least doing what you want is the most important. Not doing what your parents want, not doing what your school wants, not doing what your former self wants. Do something for yourself in this moment and do something your future self would be proud of later. And also just start applying to schools. Just start figuring out like the answer might come to you. Don't make it bigger than it needs to be. It's big, but it doesn't need to be bigger. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Mood with Lauren Elizabeth, me being Lauren Elizabeth, and no guests this week. I hope you enjoyed my crazy rant and rave about everything that I'm doing with my mindset. I hope you guys got a little bit of advice or inspiration or just enjoyed having my annoying voice playing in your Bluetooth audio in your car. Thank you so much. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Lauren Elizabeth for even more mood boosters and just updates. I upload videos on my YouTube channel every single week, youtube.com slash love Lauren Elizabeth. If you want to match this sexy voice to my not so sexy face and I have a lot of exciting guests coming up. So don't worry. 
don't worry don't worry i'm really excited for the guests next week and there's just so many awesome ones coming so thank you for spending the day with me and obviously not a day that'd be weird if this podcast was so long okay i'm gonna go i love you guys so much bye